This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, getting you ready for today's sports day. You know, three of the first four games have been at home, so you know, at some point in time you're going to have to venture out outside the 806, so that'll be... That'll start this week. While having a little fun along the way. Always good if you can blame it on somebody else, right? Yeah, sure. Especially some media guy. Sure. Right, some media guy. Catch the show live weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. So Wednesday, the day the work gets done. Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. You have a busy day today? Just the uh, usual? Yeah, usual, but <laughs> yeah. it's busy. Yeah, just the usual. Just, yeah. just the usual. Try to... Mm-hmm. You know, keep hope alive and all those all those kinds of things. Talk to the peeps for five hours. Just you're japping your jaws. Mm-hmm. Yapping your jaws. Yapping your jaws. That's nah, probably a little bit of both, probably. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, Jamie, how was the road between here and uh, Amarillo? It was, it was nice. Was it familiar? It was very familiar. Did it, did it welcome you with its open arms as a, a familiar friend traveling on its road? It, it did. It did. <laughs> Or no bumps in the road or police officers to slow me down. Yeah, I picked up my mail while I was there. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I've been there five times in 16 days. Goodness. You're like Choice Woodman. He's he's, uh, he's usually going down to see his Midland family quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Choice was there last night, too, so I got to see Choice. Were you a guest on his halftime show for uh, Friendship Tiger uh, basketball? I I was not. I was not. Were you invited? I was not invited. Okay. Well, no. see, see, yeah. it's hard to be a guest if you're... I think there's probably a lot of sense in not putting on a dad on the broadcast. Okay. I think they're okay. making a lot of sense. Okay. Would you have... Could you have contained yourself or did you have been like, why are they not passing the ball to my daughter? Or why are they not... No, I wouldn't have said you that. Would, you wouldn't. I wouldn't have said that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have done that. I, I did have a few questions after last night. <laughs> I was trying to convince Choice to do that during the broadcast, though. Yeah, every time they'd go a couple of possessions without scoring. You know, they got this Lint kid that is uh, really playing well in the JV program. He wouldn't. To which I said, if I hear one that one time, you will be fired, Choice. You will be fired. <laughs> I would imagine. I fully expect whenever it is her time to be on varsity, however many years from now that is. Yeah. Um, that he make fun of her the whole time. That's what I expect out of him. <laughs> I I will I will tell you guys this. Uh, last night uh, when I got to the arena, Colorado was just beating the bejesus out of Louisiana. Tech will play Louisiana on Sunday in Lafayette, and I mean they were they were putting on a little bit of a run. I mean they were up by a million points. I think at one point it was like fifty to seventeen or something, and. Um, and then they go they go on this run, and during during a like a, a little bit of quiet, I hear one of their assistant coaches go, "What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing?" And I'm like, "See, it's not just it's not just fans. It's not just it's Chuck, not just." I am not gonna lie. I said that more than once sitting in the stands last night. Did you? Not, not out loud. Just not out loud. What are we doing? <laughs> not out loud. Yeah, uh, latest uh, college football top twenty-five is out. The this is for the college football playoff rankings. Georgia's one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU four, Tennessee is five, then LSU at six and USC seven. Alabama is at eight, and then Clemson and Utah round out the top ten. So, is it a fait accompli that if the top four went out? 
they're in. I mean, that is that how you would look at that? Well, Ohio State and Michigan are both in there, right? They're, yeah, so they're not going to win out. They're going to. They're, they're gonna one play. of them's going to lose. One of them's going to lose. Yeah. Can 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 one of those survive a one one loss, or by losing when they lose? If Tennessee were to win out, or LSU, they've got two losses. I think it would be hard to jump. I think it's going to be hard for LSU to to jump in there. But LSU is going to get to play in the conference championship game, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So they're going to get an extra game. Boy, if they took down Georgia, yeah, they're going to. How, how, you, how you going to not put them in there? And and then still have Georgia in there too? Maybe, probably so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I would give them a chance. Uh, I think it's fair to say that uh, Georgia, if they went out, they're in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you can pretty much guarantee that one. Oh. I think you can guarantee that if TCU won out, they would be in. Okay, and that's what I was going to ask you. Is one it? of the other two, if they went out, they're going to be in. That's yeah. what I was going to ask you. Is that, let's just say Georgia wins out but loses to LSU in the SEC championship game. Okay, and you know, I, there's no way an undefeated Big Twelve team in this situation who's already in at number four. I just don't think there's a way they get left out yeah. in this scenario. You can tell me you're going to put a two-loss LSU team in there in front of them. I just don't think you can do that. I I I would agree with you. I mean, yeah. I, I now you can tell me the eyeball test tells you differently. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that you can actually put them in there. I just, as much as we want to, if TCU, which I would love. Yeah, that would much, be fantastic. As much as we want to, yeah. if TCU, because if we were that, in year this Baylor, spot, that year, Baylor and TCU got left <laughs> out just right behind. Oh man, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> But I mean, we all know. I mean, if you're in the same situation, and, oh sure, and, and you're we'd undefeated, be throwing yeah. a hissy fit if Absolutely. they got left out. Yeah. Yes, we'd still be. We'd Just still be because they had an the argument president. doesn't mean I want them to win it. Yes, we'd be. Yeah, I mean, we would be boycotting all that is in this college football world. Yeah, right. No, we'd we'd still be up and. We'd arms. be saying, "I'm not watching a single down of that college football <laughs> playoff," and and we'd go, "Oh, we've seen the ratings. It sounds like nobody is." <laughs> We like we're not putting that on the air. We're we're gonna if you okay. want to find it, you can you can you can find it, right? Sure. You can you can, you can go you can go somewhere else. So uh, Michigan takes on Illinois this week. TCU and Baylor play this week. Uh, that game is in Waco. I just I'm not seeing it. Unfortunately, you're not seeing it. Okay. I I, I see TCU winning that one. Unfortunately. Okay. Um. Also, uh, K-State, they're headed to the, the Big 12 championship game. They play West Virginia. Uh, I saw this early this morning. Is, Pat that, Ma- is that a guarantee at this point? I think both the purple teams are playing for the Big 12. Well, I don't know if it's a guarantee, but it's almost almost a guarantee. I think there's, yeah, there's, there's just a there's game scenari- ahead of. There's scenarios, yeah. They're yeah. just 5-2 and two in the conference, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a few teams that are four and three, so the yeah. scenarios would be. Yeah, there's still scenarios. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, not so. not not even difficult ones. Yeah. Um, I saw where uh, Pat McAfee, who played at West Virginia, and now he's on you know ESPN as part of Game Day. He called the uh, firing, resignation, move out of the AD office. Shane Loyans a solid move. Okay. <laughs> it's a solid move. You didn't have any suggestions in terms of, you know, who would be a solid move to put in there. I'm going to assume they probably want a West Virginian in there. You, know, you want one of your own. You always want one of your own. I don't care where you are. 
I mean, the... yes, but you also want like the best coach possible. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what you want more than one of your own? Sure, sure, sure. I mean, not everybody. I mean, it's yeah. pretty rare when people hire one of their own, isn't mm -hmm. it? It's pretty. The percentage is low. I mean, more times than not, you're not hiring. The clamoring for one of your own is always high. The the hiring of one of your own is not always. Well, I'm just saying, it, it, what ten percent of college football jobs are are held by a graduate of the school? Yeah, I bet even I'm, lower than that. Probably so. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, the so far the championship games that are set, the SEC championship game is set with LSU and Georgia. And then Clemson and North Carolina in the ACC championship game. So, okay. not that either one of those schools has a chance of getting into uh, the college football playoff. You're listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. A little bit later on tonight, uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at 8. And then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight. And also bringing some humor to your day. Was it pretty big? Yeah. I mean, it was impressive? It's, yeah. Was it fascinating? It was. I thought it was fascinating. It <laughs> kind of smelled, but I mean. <laughs> Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Time for this day in sports history. Today is November the 16th, 2022. Here is Jeff McGuire. Going to start off in 1957 because Boston Celtics center Bill Russell sets an NBA record of 49 rebounds as the Boston as Boston beats the Philadelphia Warriors 111 to 89 at the Boston Gardens. 1962 San Francisco Warriors center Wilt Chamberlain scores 73 points in a 127-111 win over the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Well, at least they won. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it'd be be pretty tough to. Um... Score 72 and lose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it can happen. <laughs> Man, that's a defensive struggle right there. Uh, 1966, Pittsburgh Pirate outfielder Roberto Clemente is named the National League MVP. 1969, U.S. President Nixon becomes the first president to attend a season NFL game hmm. while in office. Was it a uh, Washington Redskins game? It was, and they lost to the Dallas Cowboys 41-28. to Yeah, tricky dick. What, what year was that? 1969. What year did the NFL start? Oh, man. You, you know, the Super Bowl era is 1966. Okay. But, I mean, there was NFL in the in the 50s and the 40s, but certainly in the in the 60s. I'm surprised. I wonder why a president never went before. Other things <clears throat> to do on a Sunday, I guess. Ike liked to play golf. I'm not sure. Uh, Ike liked to play golf. JFK decided liked to chase skirts. And uh, maybe Nixon... Just had nothing else better to do than, than that. Okay. Roosevelt was a baseball guy. So, I you know. know. <clears throat> Excuse me. 1984. Houston blocks 20 Denver shots, tying an NBA regular season game record. The, the uh, Nuggets like to put up a lot of shots in those days. They did. <laughs> Run and gun. 1988. <clears throat> uh, Jose Canseco is the first unanimous MVP in the American League. Since Reggie Jackson. And in 2003, Roger Federer of Switzerland wins his first of six season-ending tennis Masters Cup titles with a 6-3-6-0-6-4 victory over American Andre Agassi in the final in Houston, Texas. Be down. Something we can all appreciate today. 
I want everybody to go out and find your favorite one. It is National Fast Food Day. Mm. Okay. Birthdays today. We need to pause for a moment. Because (laughs) the head women's basketball coach, Krista Gerlich. Happy birthday, coach number 52. Oh, you didn't have to share the age. I share the age because she should be proud of her age. Okay. And why did we pause? Because she is the head women's basketball coach at Texas Tech University. (laughs) Do we pause Pause for all people? Not all people, because we're not going to pause for Dwight Gooden or uh, Vinny Testaverde Sr. I have a feeling the early early morning hours of that birthday, not not feeling very celebratory. No, 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 no. (laughs) But we shall celebrate her on her birthday today. So happy birthday, coach. And on this day in 1945, in a move that stirs up some controversy, as part of Operation Paperclip, the United States ships 88 German scientists to America to assist the nation in its production of rocket technology. Most of these men had served in the Nazi regime, and critics of the United States questioned the majority of the, pla- the morality of placing them in the service of America. Nevertheless, the U.S. government, despite uh, desperate to acquire the scientific know-how that had produced the terrifying and destructive V-1 missile and V-2 rockets from Germany during World War II, and fearful that Russians were also utilizing captured German scientists for the same end, welcome the men with open arms. Werner, Werner von Blom, von Baum, right? Was part of that? Brom. Werner, Werner von Brom, the uh, Saturn V guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They probably don't go to the don't go to the moon without him. No. Don't have NASA without him. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, Project Paperclip on this day in 1945. All right. That is uh, this, this day. day in sports history. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, somebody says this off the Yates Flooring Center chat line with regard to the uh, Dallas uh, Cowboys beating the Washington Redskins this day in 1969. I remember that game. Dallas finally beat Coach Lombardi, who was Washington's coach. Mm. And he wasn't Washington's coach very long because he, he got sick and then died. And that'll end your career. <laughs> that will end your career, yes. <laughs> uh, dead people can vote, but they can't win football games, Jimmy. Just keep that in mind. Okay. Okay. All right. They can they can vote, but they can't win. They can't win. Heck, dead people can win a political office too. Right. Yeah. Right. Once Some, you're on the ballot, it's hard to get off. Sometimes that happens. There was a I forget what town it was. There was a gal that was running for mayor and was killed in a car crash on election day. Mm. Yeah. It's mm. sad, right? Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. 652 this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, double T 973 and double T 973.com. Uh, we will talk more tech football at uh, at 7. And we'll have uh, Tech and Iowa State from Ames on uh, Saturday. Uh, concerns for you? Is it the, the Iowa State defense? Is that your, your biggest 30,000 foot concern and, and how you attack it? Other defensive front and being able to run against that front because I feel like uh, one of the things you did really well this past weekend was was run the football and kind of take pressure off your passing game. And I think that Iowa State will do everything they can to make that difficult. That's a really stout defense. So, yeah, that, that's my main concern. Okay. And then do you feel good about your defense against their offense? Uh I probably feel good about the, the three of us playing against their offense. Yeah, their their offense. It's is really it's potent. Pretty, their offense is weak sauce. So, yeah, I like our defense against their offense. 
You do. Our defense against their offense. Yeah, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Risa says this. Jamie, you rock those one-liners. We're going to put Jamie on tour. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> what one-liners? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes your one-liners are 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 so good that they're that they that they fall on Jeff and mine's um, inattentive ears. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Strangely enough, my daughters don't think they're that great. <laughs> Well, you're you're of that uh, you're of, you're of that age where it just seems like that it's probably hard to make an impact with the daughters right now. And it's hard to make them laugh. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard laugh to laugh at me, maybe just mm-hmm. not with they me. Shake their head yeah. at you more than more than anything else. But that's fun. Um, baseball. I, I enjoy all of that. Baseball awards coming out. Uh, you you like the Terry Francona, the Cleveland Guardians with the American League, but you shake your head at Buck Walter with the National League? I think Francona did another awesome job. I think he's one of the best managers in baseball. You know I don't like Showalter, but, I mean, I'm confused. I mean, the, the Mets spend a ton of money, put mm-hmm. together a fantastic roster for him. Uh, they choke down the stretch, don't even win the division, and they're a quick out in the postseason. I, I mean... Okay. Who should have won it? In my opinion, they under they underperformed. I I really don't know. I mean, if, um, I, I really don't have. I, I, how about the guy that the Phillies hired yeah. right way through the season? Yeah, takes him all the way to the World Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think I'll, I'll be with you on. You're tuned into the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. That's not to say that they don't respect the run game that you have, but you're talking about one quarterback leading the, the conference in passing so far this year. And remember, he didn't start the first game. All right. He still played a lot, though. And also bringing some humor to your day. I, I just don't want to disappoint you. I just, <laughs> as much as I disappoint you, I don't want to disappoint you in some things that you expect from me. Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Did I tell you this yesterday? We were walking across the street after the ball game the other night, and the guy asked me if it was cold enough for chili. Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay. Okay. And you said yes, it was. I That's... said yes, it was, and it, it, and it still is. And and can confirm, chili did taste good this weekend. There ain't no chili in my house right now, though. Well, eh. we had some taco soup that was really, really good, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really. That sounds like it would be good this time yeah, of it was, year. Yeah, it was solid. solid. I have leftover chili yeah. in my refrigerator right now. Yeah, so. I, that's one of them that everybody loves. That's an oldie but goodie. The, the <laughs> too hot for chili. I mean, when when my book comes out, that'll be one that I... You'll put it in there? I'll put it in there. Mm. That yeah. might be the title. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that's not bad. Yeah. Too hot for chili. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be... Or too hot for Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Too good. hot for chili, the Chuck Hines story. Mm, boy, that... so, Chuck Hines stories. There we go. Be... We've just written the town now. We just got to put the rest of it together. Yeah. Hot for chili at the colony. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Iowa State is your opponent on Saturday. Here is the head football coach, Joey McGuire, on the Iowa State double cloud defense success. Well, you know, they do a good job with a three-man pass rush, probably one of the best uh, over the last few years, just rushing three. They've got a really good defensive end in number nine. The uh, linebackers are about three to three and a half yards off the ball, and, you know, if you give them lanes to run through, they're going to run through. Uh, really, really good tackling team. Fundamentally, they do 
a lot of things right, almost everything right. And, you know, the biggest thing that you see out of them is the effort that they play with. You know, I mean, they play football the way you're supposed to play, especially defensive football. You know, something that we're getting closer and closer doing with the effort that we're playing with. And so I think you see that with their defense. Mine is Will McDonald. He has uh, 18 unassisted tackles, 20, 12 assisted tackles uh, so far on the season. Why is this? Why is this defense so hard? Do you think to figure out? Is it because nobody else does it, and they've they've kind of perfected it, and they can can do it in their sleep, or they can do it falling down drunk, or? Well, did they perfect it against you last year? No, because you beat them. Yeah, and you scored thirty something points, right? Yeah. So this, is it this kind or, of myth that was we... Was it 41-38? You just told me the score like two days ago. Yeah. Anyway, you won. You scored in the 30s. All right? So I don't... I I think that... Is it in our head, this double cloud-like kind of thing? It's nightmares. That you've taken... 41-38 is the right score yeah. from last year. So, I mean, obviously they've been really good defensively this year. So... Um, it's not just that it's just been against Texas Tech. Because I think I would throw out there that we've, over the last few years, we've had some rough quarterback play. But Donovan Smith was terrific against them last year in that game. Memory serves me correctly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He scored 41 again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garibay so with a big field goal. Yeah. yeah. Tied at 33 <laughs> seconds to go, 62-yard try. Garibay has his foot into it. It may be long enough. It is good! It is good! It is good! That'd have been a good call for him to just do a mic drop on to go. I can't get any better than that. that. That's as good as I got, right? That was pretty good. Yeah, there you nailed good. it. Yeah, yeah. I I think that they're they have a system in place that they run well, and they probably recruit to players that fit that system. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be obvious, right? That would make sure. sense. And, sure. Uh, I I think some of the problems that you've had over the years with it is from bad quarterback play. Um, I do re- realize that there was some guy named Mahomes at quarterback one of those years where it was pretty rough up there. But yeah. um, I, I, I think they've always been able to put pressure on a quarterback with three. To me, this is that's the you, you think so much about the cloud and the extra defensive backs back there or how difficult they make it. That doesn't work unless you can get some pressure with three. Okay? And they've always been able to do that against the Red Raiders. And you've got to be able, in that situation, if they're dropping that many guys back, you've got to be able to hurt them with a the run. And we've talked about this before. I mean, you've got to be able to gash them. You've got to be able to force them to keep more guys in the box. And it just feels like we haven't been able to do that. And, like, we're gashing them for two or we're gashing them for three. Clearly, gashing's not the right word. <laughs> right. Okay, gashing and slash. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's stumbling for mm-hmm. two. You sure. know, we're rumbling for three. Uh-huh. Okay, we've never been able to hurt them for putting the extra guys in the defensive backfield and not keeping them near the line of scrimmage. We've it's, never been able to hurt them. Our run game hasn't been good enough, and our offensive line hasn't been good enough. And so, when you're able to hurt them with the run, then they have to change. They yeah. have to do something different. Isn't that kind of the ultimate compliment for a team when when you know what they're going to do to you and they're still able to do it? 
Isn't that what like all teams kind of strive to do? Is... Well, it's a compliment, but it also speaks pretty poorly of yourself. Sure. No. That's... Right. Here's uh Hey, we've last I checked, we've got five guys that we call offensive linemen okay. that are in there on every play, <laughs> right? right? Mm. Mm-hmm. One center, two guards, two tackles. Sure. They're blitzing three, or they're rushing three. They got three guys on a line of scrimmage. Those five have to keep those three away from Tyler Shuck. If they do that, you got a chance. Or they have to create running lanes for Taj Brooks and Sir Roderick Thompson and Cameron Exxon Valdez. <laughs> Valdez. Um, all of those. If you can do that... You have a chance, and this is why I'm scared about this game. Is because I mean, it feels like one of the things they've always done well is be able to put pressure with three, be able to handle it with three. And obviously, your offensive line is not the strong part of your team. Although I think they played their best game last week. I, I feel like that if we slipped that to Coach McGuire and said, "Hey, they were calling him Valdez over the PA on uh, on Saturday," and Jamie hey, came not up with they, a, just one guy, one guy, okay. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, and they. You know, we kind of came up, or Jamie came up with this nickname for Cameron Exxon. I feel like that that would just, I feel like that would be one of those Mm. immediately for the rest of his life, he'd be known as Exxon. Exxon. Yeah. Mm. Why do they call you Exxon? (laughs) (laughs) Here's uh, Coach McGuire on attacking the double cloud. Makes a big difference anytime you can run the ball. Um, it, It definitely helps, it settles quarterbacks down. The weather that we're going to play in, um, I think it definitely helps when you can run the ball. And uh, so I think that's going to be a big part of it. They do such a good job of stopping the run, um, you know, but I think we're going to have to go out there and establish the run and, and uh, play physical up front. There you go. It's that simple. It's that mm-hmm. simple. Establish the run. And I do think one of the things that he talked about with regard to Cameron <laughs> Valdez. I mean, and now it's like it's in my. I'm sorry. It's in my head. No, it's not your fault. It's just. I in, just cracked me up when they. Oh, uh, I know. When he called him Valdez. Valdez, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I know. But one one of the things that I think it was Coach Kitley that talked about this with regard to Valdez. He said that he's got a different burst. He said you you see that he pops the hole. He's a different type of runner than Taj Brooks and Sir Roderick Thompson. He said. He puts his feet in the ground and just goes vertical. So, you know, maybe that can can help you against Iowa State. Having a, a different type of runner, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, Cameron and then, you know, you shift off to whether it's Sarodrick or Taj, whoever's having the better success. I do think he's he's definitely a different style of back and he definitely hits the hole a little bit quicker. It's there were a couple times where I, I kind of felt like he did he did go horizontal too much instead of just hey take another two yards just put your shoulder in there and mm-hmm. lean forward and he went sideways and instead got no more extra yards but I I like his burst I agree with Coach McGuire there and uh, I I feel like he can really help you down the stretch here. Getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, breaking down the biggest games. If Texas Tech does not win the Big 12 Football Conference, who are you rooting for to win the conference if Tech does not win it this year? Well, busting some chops along the way. 
I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very judicious. We spend three hours a day, five right? days a week together. Yeah. Why do, Why would yeah. we need to communicate during the weekends? <laughs> right. Save we it for the show. We, we, save, we do. We save it for the show. Tune into the Morning Drive Live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, uh, 7.32 this morning on the morning drive. Time for uh, Jamie's question of the day. What you uh, what you got for us? All right, Jamie's question of the day today third person on us. <laughs> goes to Red Raider basketball. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned Big 12 hoops. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go that route today. And when we look ahead to the maui invitational for the red raiders yep. and i just want to ask you very simply you know your expectations of the week for the red raiders and would a two and one record feel like an acceptable week or trip i guess i should say okay um well, if you if you beat Creighton, then I sure want you to beat uh, the team that you would play next. Most likely Arkansas, right? You would think so. <laughs> Louisville looks horrible. Yeah. So, because um, they're only going to play two games in Hawaii, right? Three. They are going to play three. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I did say two. I, I, I know you did, and I was, but I, for some reason, i I had it in my i, I had it in my head that it was just going to be that it was just going to be two, and I was I was thinking about that the other day, going, that's it. Hell of a long ways to go for two ball games, but they're going to play. They're going to play three. It's still a long ways for three, but well, yeah. with two and one, so two and one, sure. If I guess if you were to say to me right now, they're going to go two and one, but man, I'd I'd sure like to. I'd like to win the first game. If you're going to go two and one, I'd like to win the first game, lose the second game, and win the third game. So you you have happiness on the way home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Jeff. Perfectly happy with two and one. Uh, that's kind of what I'm expecting for this weekend. Well, I guess the Maui Invitational is not really this weekend. starts Monday. But it can't be Louisville, though. That can't be one of those. That can't be the one. Yeah, if, boy, you, if you lost uh, Creighton, if you lost to, or if you beat Creighton and then lost to Louisville, that would be... That would have a different feel. I feel like my yeah. expectations are going to change. Uh, Creighton's now ranked tenth. If you and Arkansas is now ranked ninth. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that. I feel like that if you um, you beat Creighton, and then your expectations would change when you took on Arkansas. You, that's a team you'd want to beat. Yeah, I still think even if you beat Creighton, I, w- I wouldn't be. My expectations wouldn't be that you were going to beat Arkansas but that you would have a chance mm-hmm. it would be more so that you mm-hmm. have a chance mm-hmm. um, yeah I think two and one is what is going to happen and I absolutely think it's it's um, acceptable unfortunately if I was predicting I would predict you to lose to Creighton and then win your next two on Monday and Tuesday or Tuesday and Wednesday I should say which means you're really probably not going to beat a great team there, you know, because you're going to end up with, you would think, Louisville and then one of the other four that are okay, but nothing great, right? Yeah. Yeah, so 
boy, if you got that win against Creighton, and even if you lost to Arkansas, you would still feel like you had two really tough opponents there. Does that, that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would be obviously a lot better. I, I do feel like that you you have a bit of a ways to go to to get to that spot where you feel, you'd feel like you've got a better than average chance. Or do you feel like maybe you feel like you've got a better than average chance against Creighton? I just think in order to beat Creighton, you're going to have to really turn turn your turnovers off. And I'd say my my confidence level is at about a four for beating Creighton. Okay, so out you're of ten. You're at you're at six for beating Iowa State. Yep. In football. Mm-hmm. And you're. Is this where we get into the digitometer thing for the bottom line? No, because it's too confusing. Okay, <laughs> They're too confusing for the morning drive, or it's just too confusing. Too confusing for me. Oh, too confusing for you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but th- that this is kind of where that would that would that's where that would come into play. Chuck, you you're made jealous up a lot that of you things. don't get to play with a digitometer, aren't you? <laughs> I, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm, and I'm you've a, never gotten to play take versus take. Never gotten to play take versus. Yes, he take. has. No, he has won a take versus take game. In the other building, with me asking the question oh, against Marissa. Oh wow! This is all, that man. I don't. I don't remember that. Just like you've never had a chocolate malt before. Yeah. Because that involves no, no, that putting in chocolate milkshake. Chocolate shake. Oh, chocolate milkshake. Cho- chocolate shake. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a chocolate shake. Right. And you have one take versus take. I have one take versus take. Wow, so against Marissa, angry. one of the OGs. Who's uh, McGuire? Seems angry. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does seem agitated <laughs> with me, doesn't he? Yes. Um, <laughs> Just because I, you I, haven't won one this week doesn't mean you've never won one. I think the other, I think the big thing is how how are you going to play, right? How how are you playing? Because sure. do, do you feel like I feel like like I said yesterday? I think this is an athletic team. I think this is a fun team, but I also think this is can can be a a, a frustrating team. Um, mm-hmm. And and part of the frustration is uh, can you shoot the ball better from from the from beyond the arc? Can you be a better three-point shooting team? I think you can. Jalen Tyson looks like he's a guy that can fill it up. Um, I do like, uh, I would like to see Pop Isaacs. And he's a freshman, so, you know, he's going to, he'll, he'll get more consistent as he gets more gets sure. more time. Sure. You know, um, I like, uh, I like Daniel Bacho. Um, you know, um, I don't know. I think they're, I think they're just a fun, I think they're a fun team, but I think they're going to have to, they cannot be in that 15 to 20 turnover range. I would agree with that. Yeah, I think uh, I would if I would favor Creighton. I would say it's going to be about a eight point game, six to eight point game. Okay. In that first game. And then you're gonna and then you're going to get Louisville and you're going to beat them by 20 and then who knows? Ohio State, San Diego State, Cincinnati, Arizona, one of those schools. Okay. But I think two and one it will happen. I think I'll come away happy with it. It, especially if in the one loss, it's great and you still play well, you know, mm-hmm. and and look like you can compete with a top ten team. Uh, right now, Tech is averaging uh, six threes a game. Their opponent almost eight threes a game. Uh, Red Raiders taking. Uh, oh, those are last year's stats. Never mind. <laughs> so, well, I was just I was just pulling it up real quick, and I. I looked at it without uh, looking to see at the top. It's like, man, that's a heck of a lot of threes already. Yeah. 
It just it went it defaulted to last year's stats. We're volume shooters. Your morning blend of sports. K State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 37-34 overtime win over number 22 Texas. And humor. Sure to tell them that you you suggested that. <laughs> And, of course, they got a big laugh. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Nice to have you with us this morning. It is Wednesday, the day the work gets done. With Jamie Litt and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you from the First United Bank studio in downtown Lubbock here inside the compound that uh, encompasses... Many things, including Double T 97.3. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Many, 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 many things. Um, junior leaguers are getting ready for their holiday happening. I was over at Buddy Holly Hall yesterday, and I saw all the, I saw all the trailers. That's a big you know, deal with the right different, there. You know, with the different kind of, uh, you know, names on the side of them, like uh, Rudolph Slay or Jingle Bell, you know, trailer. or You know, they got Christmas themes for that, you know, for their, for their crafts and arts and things along tonight's the sneak peek so that's the big that's that's the big that's the big night sneak peek mm-hmm. and santa claus comes in on saturday that's good okay. so there you go so better be nice you don't want to be on the naughty list you don't want to get coal in your stocking jamie so you're suggesting I stay quiet for the next hour no 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 <laughs> uh somebody wants to know if I was at the buddy holly hall for the going band concert no I was not um I noticed the going band um, tractor trailer semi there. Um, I was uh, just picking up some ducats for another event. Um, but the uh, court gestures were done by the alumni band again last night. Oh, yeah. Fine performance. Fine performance. Good job. By the uh, by the court gestures. Is, um, is, is school out already? No, they had a, the going band had a concert. Oh, the going and, band was at the concert. They had a gotcha. concert at Buddy Holly Hall last gotcha, night. So they gotcha, gotcha. My bad. <clears throat> they were unavailable. Guess, mm-hmm. you know, lips can't be in two places at the same time. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, That's fair. So uh, today is, uh, like I said, Wednesday. A week from tonight one of my, is my favorite night of the year. The night before Thanksgiving. There's usually nice smells in the house, you know. It's good. Pies and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to have two kinds of pie or one kind of pie. I think that's it's just me and the lucky lady for uh, Thanksgiving. The troops are going to be out of town, so that'll Aww. be that'll no, be all right. That'll be all right. Just trying to more pie for you, right? Right. The big decision is smoke a turkey or have the lucky lady bake the turkey. That's the and I'm not like physic like physically smoke it. You know, put it in the smoker. Not smoke the turkey. Okay. <laughs> I think you were the only one confused by that. Okay. Statement. Okay. All right. Uh, so anyway, so that's the that's the big that's the big topic of conversation now is what uh, what it would be really difficult to smoke a turkey. Yeah, I bet you people have tried before. Some some. I mean, how do you somewhere. hold it up there? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know which end do you light. Right. I don't know. I, I I don't know. Oh, definitely the the neck. The neck. You would okay. definitely like. The, no, I take it back. You'd probably go the other direction, and you would. Uh, I'm sorry, I got us into this conversation. I, I just it's, I'm, it's, I'm looking for a oh, hammer we're, to. We're getting out. Slam up against my head. Yeah, right now. we're getting out. Uh, Red Raider basketball. They uh, are idle until Monday. They take on Creighton. 
Creighton now ranked 10th. The Red Raiders are ranked 23rd. Um, how would you assess things thus far? You pleased with the start that they've gotten themselves off to? Realize that there's, that there's a lot of clay to, to mold here with this team? Yes, I'm pleased with the start that they're off to. I mean, you're you're 3-0. and Can't be any better than that nope. right now. Um, you can only win the games that they put in front of you. Right, I'm sure they would have liked to have played better in yeah. a couple of those games. Uh, sure, sure. Um, I, I, I think there's clearly things to work on, but at the same time, things that you expected and um, you're... You, you know how they say uh, the team's in mid-season form. Mm-hmm. I think they're three games into the season form. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a work in progress, can, like everybody else. Right, especially when you consider the number of newcomers that they have. Sure. And the people that they're adding into the rotation and things, uh, things along those lines. So, you know, um, and they have this week. I'll be really, and I, I, I'm, I can't sit here and say I'll be able to notice all the differences, but I think. We'll hear from Coach Adams, you know, next week um, after the game. And it'll be interesting to me to hear the improvement that they made or the things that they worked on that they were happy with when it comes to when they're taking on Creighton. You know, it's like, okay, we worked on all of this stuff here. And as a result of that, this is what transpired. And this was the the fruit of that labor over the last over the last week. Okay. I mean, I, I think that you're going to have to pick up your game a little bit over over Monday night. It'll be a little bit more crisp with a lot of things you're doing, especially taking care of the basketball, like you have, you've pointed that out. You're a little bit more consistent shooting the ball, but I also think you're probably going to have to defend a little bit better than you did. It felt like, even though you gave up just 55 points, it felt like there were a lot of free shots at the basket, mm-hmm. open looks at the rim for Louisiana Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, so they take on Creighton. It'll be a one thirty tip time. Our coverage at twelve thirty on Monday here on Double T ninety seven three as they take on the number ten Creighton Blue Jays in the Maui Jim Maui Invitational. That has a little Tyler John Tyler feel to it. Maui Jim Maui <laughs> Tyler John Tyler. <laughs> right? I mean, doesn't it? It's just Tyler High Chuck. Yeah, I know. You, I know. You, I mean, you have offended many. By, calling, now, by have, calling it Tyler John Tyler. Yeah, there are many offended right now. Okay, well, I'm, I'm sorry for those that I've offended. <laughs> um, I'm sorry that you're offended. Yeah, I'm sorry that you're offended. All right, so here, <laughs> here's what the conference looks like. You got you got Baylor, the number five team in the country. They're three and zero. Kansas, the number six team in the country. They're three and zero. They beat Duke last night. Texas Tech is also three and zero. As is West Virginia, Iowa State is 2-0, Kansas State is 2-0, and Texas, who plays number two, Gonzaga, is 2-0 on the season. So here's my question, and you can think about it if you'd like. If Texas wins over Gonzaga, do they shoot up above everybody else in terms of, you know, kind of how you'd rank the conference? If that happens, I guess so. Guess so. As far as right now, mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'm going to predict them to win the conference. Right. But as of right now, because that'd be the best win. That'd the be conf- the best win, right? Right. And maybe the best win right now would be Kansas's win over number seven Duke last night. Yes, I don't think there's any question. Okay. 
You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double T 973.com.